Stars, welcome again to another episode of the Dianix Podcast. It's your boy Eru, I'm the host here, man. So this is a midnight podcast. Uh, <laughs> I had to get this off my chest, man. I'm going to be talking about the Austin um, Rivers trade and, um, you know, the extra little sweetness they put on it and why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So without further ado, Dianix Podcast, Eru to any star, let's go. All right, man. So I'm doing this Clutch Points article, right? So let's just drop this on here. So, um, yeah, man. This is the article. Uh, of course, we thought we just we were just getting Austin Rivers for like what th- what was it three million a year f- over three years with two years non guaranteed. All right, cool. Sounds like a, like a decent trade, but I mean they flipped it and made it a signing trade. Uh, you know to get more assets, but you know through further review, it's like uh, why do we get these assets? You know because we we ended up getting the rights to Sergio. Um, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that in in, in um and and I'm and I'm freaking half Spanish man so I, I can't really pronounce it but Sergio uh Lol whatever Lolo um you know and they also got a couple of other guys too that that um I dare not uh, even try to um translate but uh, somebody told me on uh, on Twitter that that these guys might might even be um retired now the the drag drag Jigjevic, whatever his name is and Herv Herville whatever uh, these guys might even be retired at this point. Uh, we we um we also gave away uh the draft rights to Isuf Sanin. So um that's a dude that I kind of was intrigued with, but um like like people are saying online, the guy doesn't have a left hand, you know what I'm saying? So he's just like a, a like you know, he's just like a, a an athletic guy, you know, he doesn't he can't really shoot too well. Uh, you know, he has a little bit of a confidence to him, but I mean he's not really a, a NBA basketball player, uh, at least at this at this point in time. But um, that's not that's not what I'm getting at, man. Um, we we got these these um guys here, the the um, their their draft rights, you know, their their trade, their excuse me, their sign right, their signing rights, you know what I'm saying? So what does this mean uh to to us, you know? Because Sergio is 33 years old. He's not. I mean, does he have a uh like a taste to come to to um, you know, to to the Knicks to come play in our rebuilding situation? Uh, you know, what 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 would his head be at? You know, so now. Here's the thing with Houston. Uh, Houston is the wrong team for him. He, you know, you know, I guess he could have played with D'Antoni and all this, but um, he just wasn't interested in, in, in that type of thing. Uh, one thing I, I want to say is, um, you know, let me just say also that I don't think he'll be interested in coming to New York, even though he's a, he is a great player. Even at 33 years old, he's the kind of guy that um that that will be a veteran kind of dude, and uh, he probably will be he probably would do really well uh, playing with um. With the, with the young guys teaching and stuff like that, you know, same type of um, role that we would put Chris Paul in or whoever else you whatever else you guys wanted at the time. But um, you know, he also is Spanish, so he's gonna have a language barrier and all that stuff too. So it's not really gonna be great for us in that in the, for that type of um thing. But anyway, um, let me touch on Houston. Houston is just not the right team for for um for them. You know, they 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 have their own international players that they brought over, but they didn't really do well with the European guys that they brought over. So. But you know, without um, dragging this on here, man, I, I just want to bring up San Antonio. San Antonio is a team that um that loves international players and they know what to do with them. They they'll they'll keep them in the stash. Uh, you know, somebody like Popovich or just the 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 climate around the team right now, as far as like um the the transition into um you know the next phase and in, in, um in that situation, uh, maybe uh, Sergio would be interested in that just to at least play with Popovich. Play play under Popovich, you know, for like a year or maybe maybe two, you know, just just to have that experience in the NBA. Maybe that's something that might that might entice him, you know. 
So, um, you know, I, I say all this to say uh, they got two players over there in San Antonio that, that are basically a waste. You know, um, these guys are, are past their prime. One guy is actually still in his prime, but the other one might be a little bit past his prime. We're talking about uh, DeRozan and um, the other freaking guy that I can't think of his name. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about DeRozan here. So, um, okay, you know, the, the elephant's out the, uh, out the, the, excuse me, the cat is out the bag, right? So um, uh, DeRozan, he makes $27 million. He's on an expiring deal. He accepted the deal. Now, why did he do that? He still has, like, another contract in him. And he's only like a little bit over over the the age of thirty. He's not he's not like thirty three. He's just just a little bit over um thirty, right? So um, why did he accept the twenty seven mil? Because he probably could have gotten a little bit more, if not uh thirty plus. Maybe he could have got still twenty five over three or four years. You know, maybe that would have been something he could have he could have picked up. But he chose to just take the twenty seven. Why did he do that? Is that because um there's a possible trade um in, in the works? You know, something that 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 um that he was interested in. Maybe his agent. You know, I, like this is something that I'm just pulling off. I've been thinking about it all day. I haven't really looked any in, into um any research about who's um, you know, DeRozan's agent and all this and all this stuff here. But um, you know, this is something that's interesting to me because, like I said, he's only making 27 million. We're already trying to get rid of um Julius Randle. Uh, San Antonio, they they have their they they don't really have um big men there, you know per se. Uh, you know, they don't have like uh, at least on, with the age, you know. So Randle still fits that that um that pedigree. He's like 25 years old, uh, 25 going on 26 or whatever. Um, he's still 19 and and nine. That might be something that, that's in, intriguing to them. And they already have a lot of young uh, you know, uh, ball handlers over there, you know. So maybe that's something that they might be interested in as far as building for the future. So uh, somebody like DeRozan, he still has his athleticism. He's he's an elite scorer. You know, he still he doesn't shoot the three. That's what everyone um, keeps talking about. But the guy's still a major scorer, twenty five points a game, twenty two. He's still around that, around that um that that um that arena right there. So. Uh, you, you're talking about a guy that is still like, you know, just leaving his prime, you want to say? Uh, so he's also um, ripe to grab. So um, enter this on um, this um, Austin Rivers on um, trade. You got Sergio. You got some of these other guys. Maybe the, the, those are the sweeteners that we need to throw into a trade like that to make San Antonio accept the trade. Because, um, you know, really, like what's what's um, his market? You know, uh, what, what are teams willing to give up? That San Antonio will actually want. They're gonna San Antonio is gonna want something to build with. So, like I said, you got you got um Sergio on our side. Uh, we got a bunch of second round draft picks too. I don't, I don't think we're gonna give up a first round. We got a bunch of second round draft picks, and then also we got like I said, we have um Julius Randle to throw out there. So um even somebody like say like uh Frank, I know everyone still wants Frank to develop with the Knicks, right? But um Frank is also a, a, a team that we all think that if he was drafted to um San Antonio, he probably would have had a better career. So um you know his 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 opportunity he can get um traded to San Antonio with um Julius Randle uh the rights to Sergio whoever else and then throw in a couple second rounders in there and then to me that's a trade good enough to get DeRozan and uh you know what does that do for the Knicks uh DeRozan will will um will expedite the rebuild in the same way that you, that a lot of people thought Chris Paul was going to do it and in the same way that people are still talking about Russell Westbrook I know that was hot for a second I was sold on Russell Westbrook but the same way that I, that I would be sold on Russell Westbrook would be, is the same way I would be sold with a DeRozan, because um, you know DeRozan's not a point guard, but um, you know we're not choosing on, on what we need right now. We we have plenty of point guard prospects on the roster. Uh, we don't have a shooting guard. Uh, I don't I don't count uh, R.J. Barrett as a shooting guard. I think he's a small forward because because his rebounding ability. He gets seven rebounds a game. He's strong. You know he doesn't really have a lot of herky jerky moves and stuff like that. So leave that to somebody that really knows how to do that. 
and that's DeRozan. DeRozan's a face-up player. Uh, you know, uh, RJ Barrett is more of a drop the shoulder, move you out the way, bump you and score kind of guy. Excuse me, like I said, and then also he he rebounds the ball. So it's not like they're, they're going to be occupying the same space, you know. Um, they'll, they'll be able to do whatever. And then also, too, uh, DeRozan's game is also um, based on um, – has a lot of distribution in it. He, uh, he sets up a lot of offense. He creates offense. He gets to the lane, and um, he likes to find shooters. He said that on the Old Man and the Three podcast. That's on J.J. Reddick's podcast. Had a big, long, drawn-out um, um, conversation with him. He talked about everything about Toronto and about the way that he likes to play the game and just the fact that um, the whole three-pointed thing. He's like very. He said he's a little bit arrogant about three pointers. Is that everyone feels like he needs to shoot threes? Not that he can't shoot threes. That he just doesn't shoot threes. So maybe at this um, point in his career, maybe he adds that to his game. But um, even if he doesn't, just the skill set that he's been bringing the, the last few years, at, you know, at, at his peak, you know, may, maybe he could bring those skills to to the Knicks and um, that that can um, expedite what we're doing here in the same um, way that we're doing Westbrook. So for those that that are, that are watching, it's like, oh man, DeRozan, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but if I'm a if I'm a fucking idiot, then whoever says Westbrook is a good idea to come over here is a fucking idiot too, because they're basically kind of the same player, except for the um for the simple fact that um that that he's actually going to fit a spot that we can use, and that's a, that's the shooting guard. Then um you know add some of the guys that, that we already have on the roster, you know like uh, of course Alfred Payne is not going to play next to um DeRozan, you know so you're gonna have to um make something up there as as time goes on. Maybe Austin Rivers starts with um DeRozan. That's something that that can that can uh, possibly happen. Uh, you know, and there's there's other ways to go about it as well. So I mean, this is this is just something I've been, I've been thinking about all day, because because to me it doesn't make any sense why why we uh, had to throw in um Sergio and these guys into the mix. If um you know we all know that he's not coming to the Knicks to be in part of the rebuilding thing, especially his first year coming from um Spain. So maybe he goes to San Antonio to hang out with Pop for a year. You know, maybe he's thinking about um basketball outside of um his um you know his um playing career. So maybe he's looking to get into coaching. Maybe he wants to come to the NBA. He didn't play in the NBA. Maybe he wants to come here and make some friends and see what see if he can get in somebody's coaching circle. You never know how people think, man. So this is what I've been thinking. So, uh, you know, training camp is supposed to start December 1st. So, you know, with the expedited season and uh, everything that's going on with COVID, you kind of want to get things settled before training camp starts, right? So if training camp is starting on December 1st, that's on a Tuesday. We're talking about the weekend. You know, today's... um. Well, about to be Saturday right now, and, and well, actually, it is Saturday. You just just hit midnight, so we're talking about Saturday right now, and um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's the weekend right there. So I'm I'm thinking that maybe if there's gonna be a trade to be done and of that caliber, there's it's got to be done this weekend. And you know, judging by what what DeRozan did as far as accepting his contract and not not going not becoming a free agent, uh, to me that that says uh, a lot because um, that means that that maybe something was been brewing this whole time. You don't you don't really know. So this is all speculation. I don't like to talk about trades and stuff like that because people get crazy with all the second round picks and all the sudden, uh, you know, and people get nuts just about opinion and stuff like that. But like I said, if you if you were thinking about Chris Paul and if you were thinking about Westbrook, uh, then then you shouldn't have a problem thinking about DeRozan. You know, like like I said, it still makes sense. You know, RJ will go to the three. That that works good. Uh, you got Toppin. Uh, you got Mitchell Robinson still. You know, with um. With uh, what's the name? Uh, backing him up now. The uh, what's his name? Nerlens Noel backing him up too. So that's a solid um two man, uh, center thing. Uh, you know you got Austin Rivers as the talented guard. Uh, and then um throw DeRozan in there as as your starting shooting guard. You know it, it's a little little. It's not like you know something that jumps right at you, but uh, getting a player like that, especially with Tom Thibodeau and the coaching staff that we have, uh, maybe that's something that that um that can actually push us into like a six, seven, eight seed. 
you know, or, or make us dangerous down the line, especially via trade too. Because if um if we if we do well with a roster like this, maybe we look uh, further down the line at the trade deadline. Maybe maybe we might be um takers uh this time around. You know, we like I said, we got a lot of movable contracts. A lot of guys that that signed to five year um five million, uh three million, six million. You know, so um this is something that um that might benefit the Knicks going going down the line. So anyway, I'm gonna repeat it again. So uh, Obi Toppin, power forward. R.J. Barrett, small forward. Uh, we got the tandem of uh, Mitchell Robinson and um, you know Nerlens Noel at center. Uh, Austin Rivers, you got Adam in there. Uh, DSJ maybe, maybe DSJ takes a uh, takes a leap. Uh, what else? Um, you know, then you got you know you got of course uh, Alfred. You know, but you know, I don't want to get into the Alfred ar- argument, but Alfred will be a good backup point guard in that type of situation. Uh, and then of course uh, DeRozan being this uh, the shooting guard. So anyway, that's something to think about. That's what I've been thinking about, you know, and I had to get it out before, let's say, I wake up tomorrow morning and the fucking train went through. You know what I'm saying? So it's just something to think about. And like I said, the only reason why I brought it up is because uh, this uh, Clutch Points article here uh, talking about um, the the sweeteners that we got in that Austin um, uh, Rivers trade. I keep Every time I say Austin Rivers, I want to say Austin Powers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, just because of that trade, it doesn't really make sense that we took the rights of those players. But what does make sense is maybe that those rights get flipped to another team. And right now I'm throwing, I'm looking at, um, you know, uh, DeMar DeRozan. So anyway, it's been Eve with Andy Star. This is, uh, I'm losing my light here a little bit. And uh, this is a midnight podcast. And this is it, man. So those are my thoughts. And uh, I'm going to just sign out here, man. Uh, you know, before we before we go, I'll look at our sportscaster because we do got some guys here. We got Panther Princess. We got Spurs with Aiden. We got uh, Rock Me Baby and S uh, Tedder with a bunch of numbers there, man. So I, I see somebody Spurs with 80. What do you think about that? You know, uh, you can hit me on the DM uh, or on um, on Twitter or whatever. You know, just look up Dianix Podcast. You'll find me. So anyway, four fingers to your forehead, tucking your thumb salute. See you guys on the next one, man. So peace. <laughs>